honestly though, you have played the game for a long time. Don't you have anything else to do with your time? Gaming Blues Podcast. Alright, and welcome to this week's Gaming Blues Podcast. The show with two polar opposite gamers trying to bicker about um, gaming news topics and other topics that I come on my head during my daily commute. See, if I don't write things down, my intros are crap. Alright, this week, a lot of things happened over in the land of the gaming. Mostly because one of the biggest gaming uh, fighting game tournaments actually finished, the Evolution Tournament. And a lot of gaming news have been announced because it seems like the trend is any fighting game news, you try to push it towards EVO and you don't actually try to present it during E3 or any other gaming conventions. So here's my question for you after following up on our last week's podcast, which you can hear it on Spotify, Google, um, Google Play Music, iTunes, Podbean, and whenever they feel like adding me, Stitcher. And the VODs will be up on YouTube.com. Search for Last Blues TV. The VODs will be up there. And I will be uploading this episode in, right after it's done and within a couple of days. Yeah, my intro still needs work, but I'm getting there. So, Darren. Mm. Did you actually watch Evo? I watched bits and pieces like a good boy. We actually did our top three picks for like which tournament will be the most interesting to us. Whoa, that's scary. <laughs> Did your top three games actually meet your expectations? Uh, the better question is if I actually watched my top three games. You just said you watched bits and pieces. I watched bits and pieces. They weren't necessarily the games I was like, ooh, these are the ones I'm really excited to watch. <sighs> See, what's the point of doing these things if you're not going to actually do your homework? Well, things came up. You know how it goes. Great. Okay, from the bits and pieces you watched, what was the most hype for you for this mm-hmm. year's Evo? I think Tekken's always been really, really consistent. It's always been good. Mm-hmm. It's never really disappointed. It's always hype to watch. And uh, I only caught bits and pieces of Fighter Z, but obviously I got to see the finals like in a... Uh, after the broadcast and the finals were great sonic fox versus goichi is always good fun after the finals people actually uploaded the overall compilation of the two i will say players history over the years and surprisingly goichi didn't after beating him initially in that first to 10 like the what was it called the exhibition match they hosted after Goichi and Sonic Fox went like head to head on Twitter. Mm-hmm. After that, Goichi didn't beat Sonic Fox at all. It came really that's, like down to the wire at last year's Evo, but Goichi actually finally took it this in this year's Evo. And if you actually saw him, like all the reactions are like you can just search it up on Twitter, and you'll find all the footage. Like he was shook, man. Yeah, <laughs> he was. I, I think he was kind of in disbelief because. At happened. least in Fighter Z, Sonic Fox is like this god. He's been this untouchable god. But I think did Eduardo Hook, Hook Gang God, did he win uh, the summit? He. When they had yes, the he did. He won, he won the yeah, summit. Yeah, he, he won the summit. Yeah. So like outside of that, it's 
pretty much always been Sonic Fox winning every major. Mm-hmm. And Kazunok was also up there being like one of the... He literally overtook majority of the tournaments in 2019 for Dragon Ball. Yeah. He almost could have won Evo, but... Dude's a beast. Yeah. But that being said, <clears throat> I, I honestly thought being on a Saturday slot, the Dragon Ball, like the finals, wouldn't be as grandioso as it was. Given right. that it's been pushed back by a lot, a lot of the other bigger titles and titles that have been like granted their like Sunday slots for the first time, but it goes to show that Dragon Ball is still one of the most hypest video, uh, fighting games to watch in the FGC. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it is everyone losing their spot to Smash. I mean, like that—that that pushed everything back. Well, they didn't really lose to Smash. Smash was always a Sunday like game, wasn't it? No, but like in terms of like viewership and like the overall like entries and tournament, Smash mm-hmm. Ultimate kind of overtook Evo. I mean, that's also going hand to hand with there are other better. Well, I don't, I don't want to say better fighting games, but like there are more interesting fighting games to play this year other than Dragon Ball because Dragon Ball was the hot shit last year. Yeah, that was like the game of tournament. The game of tournament, like the match between uh, Sonic Fox and Goichi last year, like when they had the two cells doing their scream, like the cell scream, and the <laughs> whole crowd did it. That still gives me like goosebumps just watching that. That's super exciting. And like the Shenron summon by Goichi is still like up there as like the <laughs> Evo twenty eighteen highlight. I think he summoned it twice in the in the run. I, I remember him doing it once in the finals, and he almost did I it again it- too. Nothing can ever top the uh, why Why are you standing up moment from Guilty Gear. Oh my god, that Ogawa, or what's his name, he will never Yeah, oh, it, it was Ogawa, yeah. <laughs> Anything. It's so good. <laughs> but uh, joint game, I actually was not very interested in watching. Smash? Well, I wasn't going to say that, but you're not wrong. Mm. But uh, Samurai Showdown. You... I honestly could not get into the viewing experience for it. I thought it was super hype. The top eight? I I, I didn't see the top eight. So yeah, exactly. Problem. You didn't watch the top watching, eight. Yeah, but just watching pools, I was bored out of my mind. Oh, the game is so... very... It's different compared to other but games. But no one... It feels like no one in pools, at least, does anything. It feels like there's just a lot of waiting. Whereas in like, I, I, for I assume for the higher levels, mm-hmm. you're seeing like smarter plays and better spacing. Like at least for a lot of pools, it's just one person sitting on one side of the screen and then the other person sitting on the other and just throwing the odd fireball, then just doing a really dangerous jump in. It's still a new game. That that has to be yeah. it at this point. Like, like Sam Show is a game from what I could see is that it's very punish heavy. Like if you make any mistake, they'll like the other player can and will punish the hell out of you. I mean, obviously you watch the pools, but if you go look at the top eight, anything with Kazunoko in it, he can just punish you with like hit confirm into the weapon, um, like de weaponing like the super thing, and he lands that consecutive lens insane. Yeah. So I take it you enjoyed watching Samurai Showdown. I mean, the only downside I I thought it was like there's too many Gen- Genjuros in the roster, but then again, he's like really, well. He's OP slash like really like well rounded in terms of like the, his kit, so I can see why people pick him. And he's super popular. I mean, Justin Wong like went to he finished third with Tam Tam of all things, but then again, Justin Wong's like um, spacing and like footsie god, so I wasn't very surprised. But yeah, he's also the Turtle King. Sam Show was hype. 
I was like this close in buying the game, but then I missed a sale, and it's like full price right now, and I'm like, I can't afford that. This. Sale was a pretty weak sauce sale too. Sixty four ninety nine isn't a bad sale. That's like decent for like a new game. Four compared to like the other, like on Steam, they're selling Street Fighter Five and like all the DLC for like twenty bucks. A game like, that came nothing. out years ago. Sam Show yeah, came out like still... two months ago or something. Yeah, but they're still selling like all the DLC at full price, and they even had deals in the DLC. Oh come on. Like I, d- I expect a little bit more incentive. Like it was fifty bucks. I think we only feel that because we're Canadian and like, you know, the obvious pl- the prices, price fluctuations, a motherfucker. Yeah. But can I swear on stream? Uh, you can as long as you're fine with that. Welcome to the fucking podcast. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> we have two viewers and three viewers. I love that. Anyway, so Dragon Ball was on Saturday, which really felt out of place because usually Dragon Ball is on a Sunday and that kind of signifies like you know the Evo is ending kind of thing but there was like a whole day of a tournament to still watch which is yeah. great for me and I loved the fact that Smash was last that means all the games I mean I, I still kind of watch Smash in the end but I didn't have to um, stay up to like 11am or 1am to f- see everything finish 11am or 11pm sorry <laughs> Dang, you'd stay up real late for Evo. I mean, Europeans Europeans have to stay up that or, like get up that early to watch yeah. it. Um, yeah. I I gotta say, I'll, I I kind of want to touch upon Smash because I kind of jumped in during Grand Finals. Of course you did, and that might have been the most flaccid Grand Finals like I've seen for a game in a long time. What MKLeo brought it back from the losers? Yeah, but he won so soundly that it was like depressing so this means he's good i love good no, no he's great i'm not saying any disrespect to him or tweak the uh i guess he's team liquid now team liquid's tweak no ts isn't tweak tsm, TSM? he might be tsm team solo how can you get sure. that wrong because <laughs> i don't really follow smash anymore tsm tweak sir pokemon yes, trainer TSM tweak. yeah which it's cool it's cool to see him play so many different characters but it was just like such a thrashing. Like it, like it just felt like the crowd was completely drained mm-hmm. by like the time they started the reset bracket. And also, he won with Joker, a DLC character. Who there's some contention about Smash DLC characters, particularly from Smash Four. I mean, isn't this like a first time where a DLC character won a tournament? Uh, like Bayonetta. it doesn't happen very often. Maybe in Smash Bayonetta. Right? Bayonetta wasn't DLC won. though. For for four, she was, and she oh, ruled she? the game. I thought she was like a yes. default roster. Oh no, she was she a was default the, for the. the last, she was the last DLC. Yeah, that's stupid. Only in and Smash. She literally, literally every tournament finals, if you wanted to be competitive, was Bayo versus Bayo. Mm. And people, that's why people booed when Smash Four had its last run at Evo. I find and it really surprising that just yeah, the community actually boos you for having your game featured. Just because you you see characters that you don't like. I mean, it's like that with Jigglypuff and Melee. I don't get that. Oh, I, I kind of get that hate, but at the same time, I don't really get that hate. I mean, it's, it's a because, character in the game, so like, what's wrong with it, right? Yeah, but the difference is you're dealing with 14-year-olds versus like 20-year-olds. Hey, man. a lot. I know a lot of um, upper adults play Smash. Although my, oh, they shoot, do. Focus. A lot of my friends actually made up to Evo like this year and actually competed in Smash. There's a a lot of like retired esports players. Hmm? How'd they do? I'll drown in pools. (laughs) 
<laughs> I was gonna say it's a pretty I big mean, pool it's, to it's, drown in. It's like a six thousand player like tournament, right? Yeah, if you're gonna drown anywhere, it's yeah. in that pool's bracket. I mean, shout out to the like the whoever ran the bracket and judge for Smash, because that would have I wouldn't want to do that seriously. <sighs> Especially smelly. Especially hearing that Evo only compensates you like in like free food and possibly a ticket to the final days. Cause that's what was that, I mean, that's what was leaked for volunteering to be a judge. That's that's kind of ridiculous. I'm sure a lot of the judges are already people who were gonna be there anyway though. I mean, but still like a bit like more they're there compensation. For the love of it. Like it, it would be cool if they actually got paid mm-hmm. or like they got some other form of compensation outside of just food. But food's I guess for a venue like that is kind of a big deal because I imagine it must be pretty expensive to put out food there and host it all. Yeah, especially in, oh, especially out there right now. Las Vegas yeah. must be pretty expensive in terms of like, um, the what do you call it? Mm. For what, like renting a venue? No, like the general cost of things in Vegas. Because if you think about it, California, L.A. is like really expensive, like rent, food. I don't whatever. know if Vegas would be as bad as L.A. L.A. would mm. be the worst by a mile. <laughs> by a mile. All right, moving on. Did you watch MK11, sir? No, because NetherRealm games are mm. kind of boring to watch. Top 8 was fucking hype. <laughs> you say, you're going to say that about every Top 8. Actually, well, I, I'll get to it, but MK11 was actually hype for once. Cause I this month I didn't really watch the MKX tournament, but MK11 from what I could watch actually, it's like a lot of strategy involved where you play to a best of five, which means you have to win three sets, and yep. then there are times where players literally pick the counter to each character when they lose and they go back and forth. I like those aspects in like fighting games where you can actually choose an option to like give yourself an advantage rather than just sticking out with like one character throughout the entire set. Mm. That's why I like knee from Tekken so much, like just kind of jumping all over the place. But knee and other Korean players know how to play like so many characters that just because you know how to shut down his um, Steve per se, he can just come up with like other shit. Sure. But, so you're saying Injustice 2, this is not? No, no. No, apparently Injustice 2, they had like counterpick as well, didn't they? But there, but I remember the the early tournament scene had a big problem with zoning characters. Oh yeah, like the whole I think it was Aquaman BS, right? Or the Superman. Aquaman. It was like Red Hood or Arrow. somebody like that. I mean, it got better I think over the, over the years. It was Deathstroke. That's who it was. Deathstroke. He had like gun juggles he could mm. do, and that's that's the one clip where the guy throws his controller down on the ground so hard, like bounces up and hit the other player. I think Kat, um, oh, I forgot her name. Who's the Jackson Briggs da- daughter? Jackie Briggs, yeah. Uh, remember, remember I'm pretty M- sure it's yeah. the same initials. Now, remember um, MK10 Jackie Briggs without like the gun shooting? Yeah. Like you, you literally couldn't get close. She just yeah. has different shots, yeah. I mean, I thought that would kind of repeat in MK11, but um, Jackie right now is like really up there in terms of like, the tier list, I think. Because she was like one of the more common picks in the tournament, from what I could see, she was picked a lot in top eight with Cassie Cage. Um, damn, I, I don't remember half the characters' names. Because <laughs> half of them are new. Oh my god, who's the uh, immortal black dude? 
Oh, uh, Freck. I didn't <laughs> See, actually play 11, but I know who you're talking about. He's the guy with all the time powers. Yeah, like he was also... like Carrick? Is it Carrick? Garrus. No, not Garrus. Garrus. That's, no, that's Mass Effect. Garrick? No, that's not Garrick. Anyway, movie... <laughs> anyway. Um, like, obviously, the top eight was... Again, if you watch from pools, it might not have been as hype, but like, if you're looking from top eight... The combos that the actual players do are like seriously insane. You can do a setup where you freeze them in time and you like charge up your arm, like the the black time dude. He charges mm. up his hand and when he does a, sp a specific string in another combo, it like blows them up with like more additional damage. Like that was crazy. And like you said, I'm not really that hype in like Netherrealm games. Like uh, traditionally, I was more like Street Fighter, so. I don't really watch. But then Street Fighter became hella boring to watch. And then, like, I think, Did like... Did you watch Street Fighter Five? Well, get there, fuck. <laughs> I th okay, I'm just gonna end this saying, like... Also, Gears. Gears. Close enough. Like, G-E-R-A-S. Gears. Gears. It's up there. Anyway. This is personally for you. You should watch MK11, because MK11 is actually fun to watch. Mostly because Sonny Fox is fun to watch. That's because that guy's just good at fighting games. <laughs> I think MK11, if they actually support it, might become another like a Sunday game. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is of like traditional mm -hmm. 2D fighters. It's probably the most popular in terms of like mainstream popularity and overall mm -hmm. player counts. Yeah. And they're pushing like the esports side a lot i think because they're hosting like an online tournament on the playstation network within like the few weeks to get more people involved and i wish mm -hmm. other fighter fighting games actually did this i know tekken did this before where i think well it wasn't hosted by namco but people actually you know run their own online tournaments on the side yeah and seeing actually the publisher or like sony sponsoring these events i think it's a good sign moving forward and i wish more games would do this Maybe SNK. Who knows? All right. I'll be very honest. I only watched Street Fighter V because I heard there was a great, great production error they made oh. after the finals. <laughs> so Worse than their leak? Okay, before this, I need to ask, do you know the Steve Harvey meme? No. Okay, so what happened was, I think it was the Miss, either the Miss USA or the Miss Universe pageant, Steve Harvey was the host. Okay. Now, they're down to the final two contestants, and obviously, Steve Harvey gets the letter and goes, your Miss USA or Miss Universe is this person, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, he said the wrong name? In front of everybody, in front of national television, he said the wrong person's name as the winner. And they put the crown on her and everything... And then he got the notice that he got the wrong envelope or like the wrong name. So he had to like revert back and be like, no, wait, 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 wait. This person is the actual winner. I am very, very sorry. So what happened in Street Fighter? So, <laughs> so what happened in Street Fighter was, well, after everything was over, let me just get the results for you. Because I'll be very... You don't know who won. Sorry, I only paid, paid attention to Tekken. I'm very sorry. You only paid attention to when when a disaster happened. When the disaster happened, and my country literally f 
NFL. Okay, so the oh, actually, I should remember this. The winner of this year's Evo 2019 for Street Fighter V was Bonchan. Bonchan right. finally won a tournament with Sagat Hooray. and Karen. And then second place was Adele, aka Big Bird. And third place was DC Infectious. Now, why am I telling you who got third place? So what happened at the an- announcement was they announced Infectious as the grand like champion of Evo when it was Bonchan who won it. Now, this wouldn't be a big deal if they, you know, just said it out loud. You know, people can make mistakes. But you know how Evo has a big backdrop in the back? Like a gigantic oh, no. screen? Oh, no. Evo 29 champion is Infectious. And everybody lost their shit, and Twitter's like, oh, the third place winner comes back from the win to win grand finals. <laughs> what was his reaction? <laughs> was he just like, what? Everyone's like flabbergasted. It's like, wait, what? I mean, it, it was funny, but everyone, it was like after like everything was over kind of thing. So I think yeah. people just played so it. People cool. already knew who was supposed to be the champion oh, because yeah. it's pretty definitive in a tournament. I mean, the guy who's sitting at the end must be first place, right? Wrong. It's the guy who's standing in third place, you know? Oh, but man. That's it's adding so to. Yeah, I thought that was bad. Adding... That's really bad because that's like so many people down the chain got it wrong. It's like unless that was a script they're supposed to follow, and it was supposed <laughs> infectious was supposed to win. Oh, Banchan didn't follow the script. He ruined everything. <laughs> it's supposed to be this guy. It's supposed to win everything. Don't you know fighting game tournaments are rigged? They're all fake, just like wrestling. Yeah. Why do you think Sonic Fox wins all the time? Nah, I'm yeah, kidding. Sonic to Fox to build up his storyline. Um, but I mean, I can't understand why that happened because I'm assuming they are, make all the necessary like graphics beforehand for top eight. Yeah, because it'll be I'm take sure too long to make it on the spot. Everyone in top eight gets what, yeah. And you know, sometimes production gets it wrong. It happens yep. to the best of us. Yep. Sometimes you misspell someone's name, and then you have to edit that post post live stream. I have a funny story to tell about my people. <laughs> so that's vague. English is hard. Very hard, difficult. very hard language to learn. And in other languages, one word, like translation of a word, can mean different things depending on the translation. Take, for example, the word beach, you know, the place you go during the summer where you play. I thought you were referring to like when people fake call someone a bitch. I'm getting there. So <laughs> the word beach also sounds like the word bitch in a way, depending on how you pronounce it, right? Am I wrong? Yeah. No, no, you're right. You're right. Especially with an accent. Now, this is not by any means like definite way of doing things in Korea, but the way you write beach, like the sea beach, and how you would actually write the word bitch phonetically is kind of the same. Now, this department store had a thing called a summer beach festival in 2017. And they made a huge banner for it, like, you know, to promote the event. But it was in English. Guess what happened? Welcome to the Summer Bitch Festival of 2017. (laughs) 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 Holy shit. I have have visual proof of this. I'm not making this up. I have visual proof 
um if i was a better in production in terms of podcast i could just you know bring it up like right here or something but it is true believe me anyway speaking of koreans <laughs> tekken 7 which i hope you watched did you watch it yes i caught up i did my homework okay good all right tekken 7 Oh my god, Tekken 7 was also stupid hype. Like this Evo, like the, all the games at this Evo was all everything was great in terms of just the all games the top themselves. Eight were so hype. Just the games themselves. Says Andy. You go watch go watch MK11 and go watch Sam Show and tell me they're not hype, especially for Sam Show. Like holy shit. I literally all sat right. down like just to wait for laundry and just watched the whole thing in the end. Maybe I'm gullible, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, Tekken 7 which I said last week would be, you know, kind of textbook where a Korean player would win, win everything. But no, everything changed when the Arslan attacked. And your grand final winner for Tekken 7 was Arslan from Pakistan. That's actually freaking awesome. Cause I actually remember watching a tournament highlight with him from a tournament in Pakistan with the Tekken World Tour. And you know what the craziest thing is? In an interview, he said that there are players better than him in Pakistan. And that all, I, I could believe that. And he also said that Nee's fighting like, you know, style, which is kind of like representative of how Korean players play, I guess. Mm-hmm. They run into those so often that like they're used to it. Whereas majority of the NA players or even the European players kind of have like trouble with because knee flip flops between characters as like counter matchups, and you mm-hmm. know the obvious like the movement and like knowing the frame data, like what punishes what, all that fun stuff. Knowing that there's a whole nation of people used to that kind of fighting style, just waiting to like come out here, kind of gives hope. Like Tekken, like the next season might be really hype, depending on how many like tournaments that. Bandai Namco and the Tekken World Tour decides to open. Especially if they decide to help sponsor some of those players or help help them get sponsors to fly out and join those tournaments. And even like having more uh, spots for the TWT in like, like in that area and in, in that region. Like let's say like let's take away from some ones from like the Americas and put them in like over there. It might actually make things more interesting and would make Tekken a like a more global game than any it other would game. Make right it now. probably the most global fighting game next to like sure. Street Fighter, but that has like a pedigree of like a lot of international players. Yeah, but from what I recall, wasn't the Tekken Seven Top Eight like the most diverse? Like, there's people from all over the world in this bracket. Oh yeah, let me bring the bracket up, which I have right here. Eh, where is it? Where is it? All right, Darren, sing some tune while I'm loading this thing. <laughs> I will remember you. The fuck? I don't remember <laughs> the song outside of those lyrics. It always plays at every funeral, though, and it's always very sad. Uh, My condolences if anyone listening had to go to a funeral. That's rough. Also, oh, this Google image change is killing me. Actually, it wasn't as diverse as you think it is. <laughs> I might be thinking of a different tournament, too. I think you're thinking of Street Fighter, because that one was super diverse for once. I'm, it might have been I was checking through all the different mm-hmm. uh, Evo channels, 
trying to find a particular game and I might have stumbled upon a point where one of the uh, announcers was just like, hey, this is like the most diverse top eight I've like ever seen. This is crazy. All right. Tekken 7 bracket. Takya from Japan. Anakin from USA. Ni from Korea. Arslan Ash from Pakistan. Nobi from Japan. Lohai from Korea. Chikorin from Japan. And Noroma from Japan. Wow, a lot of Japanese representation. That's awesome. We don't normally see that, like, to that extent in Evo. There's a lot of killers in Japan now. Especially, like, the Yamasa team and the... Um... What was it? Yeah, the Yamasa team where Nobi and Taki is in. There's a lot of mm-hmm. killers in there. And I think you'd like Taki. I think he's Probably. the another... I mean, What's your favorite character? In Tekken 7? Yeah. Uh, Some toss-up between in terms of like like me to play as or me to watch no who do you play right now i just forgot the character's name at the moment all i could oh, think of was Kazumi. annoying but yeah oh my god kasumi the poke god queen yeah she, the frame trap queen she's like unstoppable right now i think Taki plays her but her like watching good geese plays. and geese were amongst like the t- most picked characters so yeah they're super strong right now even though geese just got nerfed Yep, nothing's stopping the geese train. And I hope Season 3 changes actually make things better. Or keep them the same. I hope Kasumi's frame data changes. Like, holy shit. Like, what's what's that with her doing, like, this shit, whatever? Like, that thing, like, kills everything. It, like, stops everything. Like, it's, <laughs> it's the most annoying. I haven't seen Nii, like, not do anything just because he was... He knew he was getting, like, outpoked by Kasumi. Like, that's how crazy that is. Yeah. I mean, Tekken 7 is... I think it's cons- it's the most consistently fun game to watch at EVO. I think it was probably the most exciting top 8. Even though I haven't seen all the other top 8s. I think it's fair to say just based off of crowd reaction and hype. But the thing is, it's always been so fun to watch. Like, the game's just built to be like the one of the most hype spectator fighting games. Like, with all the slow-motion camera work, the crazy-ass combos, and wild comebacks, I don't think any other fighting game has the comebacks of Tekken. MK11? I, Sam, I don't know. That, you didn't watch Sam show. Hey, you gotta Sam go Show's with Sam Show. you do, like, one button and they lose, like, a quarter of their health. That's a comeback. Tekken, what do you call that? Tekken, Tekken is, I'm talking, like, someone has one, uh, one magic pixel... And they just do a crazy ass combo that does like seventy percent. Go after this. Go watch Sam Show top eight, or even like the top four. Anything with Kazunoko uh, in, you gotta watch it. Anything, just watch him. Just don't watch anyone else. Kazunoko skips through everyone. Kazunoko else. is super hype. No, he's great. He's a great player. He's fun to watch. But Tekken Seven's great, and everyone should watch Tekken Seven. Anyway, so overall, like that's the tournament I watched. I didn't have time to watch the Eunice tournament. I, I I need to watch that. I looked at the Soul Calibur six top eight and of not surprisingly full of Japanese players. And not surprising to see a lot of Mr. Rugi's maxis and yeah. <laughs> Azale, whatever. Mr. Rugi's pretty good. But overall the tournament wise, I think again, another great year for tournaments. A lot of good moments. Um But why do we watch Evo there? What other reasons do we, we watch there? We watch it to be to celebrate and to be excited for the continuation of fighting games and new fighting game announcements. 
Now, do we want to start with our favorite announcement, or do we want to work our way up? We can't start with the favorite because it just is so much better than everything else. All right, let's start off with the smallest of news because we haven't seen anything. Mortal Kombat 11. Nothing's changed. Nighthawk's out and patches out, but apparently, well, whatever. <laughs> um, Dragon Ball, Janemba's out, and they showed off Gogeta, and they actually had... Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Gogeta. Gogeta SSG SS got actual um, gameplay, and to not, not to anyone's surprise, he had moves from the actual movie, which Darren and I were pointing out. That's going to be a level three super in the game. Yeah. <laughs> when he does the one, it's like the big cross explosion. It's like, I think that's only a level one. Oh, I think it is. But uh, it looks like a super and it's like mm-hmm. perfectly recreated like everything in Fighter Z. And they showed off Janemba. Janemba's cool. It's out He's not now. really a character I want to play. He has a full but... screen sword thing. And you can like combo it into Vanish. But... And he's got a bunch of like uh, Kid Buu-esque he can hit you across the screen with normals you know for those who aren't very initiated into the side dragon ball story like me for instance can you briefly explain who is janemba (laughs) (laughs) i know who he is and what movie is from but i never actually watched that movie he's from fusion reborn which is a movie that's meant to take place like halfway through the majin buu saga but it can't actually happen because it doesn't make any sense to happen Mm mm-hmm and essentially, there is a guy who works in heaven, in, in the other world, which is where in Dragon Ball, if you die, your soul goes to if you're good, or if you're bad, you go to Hiffel, the home for infinite losers, or hell, <laughs> as oh, it is wow. known in the Japanese version. <laughs> okay. In the original <laughs> dub, it's called like Hiffel, mm-hmm. to not be hell. Um, and... Essentially, there's a guy who has like a bunch. It's like where all the worst souls go to get reincarnated. Mm-hmm. Because if you're a really terrible person, you don't even you go to hell for a little bit, and then you get basically reincarnated. They like re- they recycle your soul and they try to reincarnate you to make you a better person mm-hmm. in your next life. Whereas people who are good get to keep their soul and they get to basically live forever and do whatever they want in other worlds. Um, and there's a guy who's managing the machine that does this because apparently it's a machine in. The afterlife that does this. Yes. <laughs> Go with it. It's Dragon Ball. And he accidentally hits a switch, and all of the worst souls get mixed into one being, oh. which is the giant fat Janemba. Okay. And then essentially, Goku fights him as Super Saiyan 3, and then he like transforms into the super sleek-looking sleek one with the sword, and just kicks the crap out of everybody. And by the... Also, by the machine exploding, all of the villains in Dragon Ball Z get get to leave hell. And they go to Earth and start screwing shit up. Mm. But the best part is that all the characters from Dragon Ball Z are like super powerful at this point. Because they're during the Buu Saga. Right. Whereas all the villains are just the same. <laughs> so Gohan like runs up and like one-shots Frieza. <laughs> <laughs> Like, the Frieza movie kind of had a reference to this when he one-shots Gohan. Yeah. But, like, in the in the movie, he literally punches Frieza and he just explodes. I think I see And Hitler's the there. Yeah. Oh. And Hitler's there and the two Goten and Trunks fight him and fuse to beat his army of Nazis. Yes, Which is actually there. <laughs> Nazis go to Japanese hell. 
Yeah. No, it's it's Earth. It's Earth hell. It's like universe hell. Anyway, so I'm guessing since then, it's called Fusion Reborn, you know. Then you have you have the first time appearance of Gogeta, where Goku and Vegeta do the fusion dance. Mm-hmm. And in the actual movie, Gogeta is literally there for 30 seconds. He throws that one ball attack, which is called like the Soul Destroyer, and he just throws at Janemba and like instantly kills him. Like the Brawly movie in a way. <laughs> not not he quite. was there for that five was definitely, minutes. He was, but he fought the whole time, and it was like it was like way longer than five minutes, and it was super hype. Whereas in this, he literally shows hype. up and kills him, and is just gone. The DXX Machina Z. <laughs> There's also this really cool shot of where he's standing, and he just slides on the floor towards Janemba, like he's not moving. He just appears. Mm-hmm. But while he appears, there's like punches in the air, but he's not moving. And Janemba just takes like 30 hits. That just sounds like cool lazy look. animation tactics. <laughs> no, it looks cool. I'll show you a clip later. So is it... Actually, you could you could put up a clip because we're alive. We're live right now at over on Last Blues, twitch.tv slash Last Blues. If you want to see the podcast live when it happens. Yeah, I'll figure out production later where I can actually play video clips. Yeah. It'll be more hype. But the point being, Janemba's kind of a one-note movie villain who's kind of been popular in the series because he's been in a lot of video games. Mm. But as for like a character with a personality, he has none. Now, him... He was supposed to be... Because they always release DLC characters in pairs. I assume he was going to be released with the game... Uh, Dragon Ball GT Goku. But they got released one at a time. Now that kind of messes up the, with their release schedule. It and almost then, looked like they were going to pair Gogeta and Janemba because they have a finisher together. Yeah, and then like Brawly's next, and he's like the last one. Do you think they're actually... Whoa, that's bright. Do you think they're actually going like, to continue with the support for Dragon Ball Z after this? Or like a season three? already done that i could see them doing it it honestly depends on how many people are still playing it but it's obviously good enough that and it's maintained its hype that mm-hmm. people keep watching it and going to it i mean but i think yeah. people are getting ready for people i think people are ready for a sequel dragon ball fighters z xard rev 2 gt fighters zard Ooh. all right moving on to the dlc list um i want to talk street fighter but they got their shit leaked a week before evo so everyone knew about <laughs> it going in and i feel very sad for capcom employees and especially ono san well, i mean the thing itself wasn't like oh my god like this is like the greatest announcement ever but still like yeah leaks are leaks aren't fun because, like, you know what's going to happen, and people are not going to tune into it. And this is apparently Steam's fault, because they accidentally, like, posted it too early or something. And they also did this last year with Kage's announcement, too, apparently. I can yeah, see you watching the video from the reflection in your glasses, you asshole. <laughs> Pay attention. <laughs> no, my glasses, they, they deceived me. Um, I shared it down there for you. Anyway, um... Lucia, Poison, and E Honda. Honestly, for me, this does nothing. I don't care about Final Fight. They've been pushing Final Fight super hard in 5. They have a bunch of characters from Final Fight. 
Um, I think E-Honda and Poison are cool. Lucia seems like a very far-reaching pole. She actually looks the most fun out of them all. Probably. She's the probably the most interesting, but like like I said, her inclusion doesn't do anything for me. I would rather see someone like Dudley or other characters from Street Fighter make an appearance. Like I, I've obviously I don't play five anymore. I tried like years and years ago. I tried really hard to get into it back when like Urian came out. And I'm just so done with the game. And I, I feel like just a lot of people have moved on. Mm, no, they haven't moved on. <laughs> They're still playing it. Because that's where like, the money is. But y- yes, but I mean like a general player population. I mean, even if 5 is not as good as people want it to be, I think everyone still is a Street Fighter player in, like at heart. Yeah. Like, you can't deny that. Um, they also announced... I mean, it's, it's yeah. classic. They announced a new... Well, they're announcing a new announcement. See, announcement of an announcement in November. So hopefully, when Darren stopped clicking on videos in the YouTubes, they will announce, hopefully, something. Now, given their track record, they are now Super Street Fighter V. And logic dictates they'll probably go Ultra Street Fighter V. <laughs> Before even, you know, I putting on curtain I honestly overs. hope they just say Street Fighter 6. Because I, I feel like so many people are done with 5. I bet you they're going to go like hipster and just be like Street Fighter. Not even a 6, just Street Fighter. I so many companies are doing that, that these days. No, it's they just a remake. Pull it off. It's too many ga- There's too many games. They can't pull that off. It's going to be Street It's just going to be Street Fighter. Revolutionizing the Street Fighters. You gotta hold the buttons again to do stronger inputs. Alright, moving on. Soul Calibur. Now this had some cool announcements. This game had very faithful members of the community that it warranted Bandai Namco uh, Team Soul to introduce a Season 2. Whereas they didn't really originally plan it. So, kudos to the Soul Calibur community for loving the game so much. uh... Kudos to Namco for making a really kick-ass Soul Calibur. I think it's honestly the best one. I hope they change the mechanics of it so it's actually a bit more uh, entry-friendly, per se. Oh, get good, Scrub. I think this has to... like. There's a lot of mechanics in the Soul Calibur compared to like the other games in the series. So... Uh, like, it is a thing... To an extent. Like, it is I a, feel like it's pretty comparable to 2. I will not deny. This is also like a case of... like putting the time into it but so like compared to other games where the barrier of entry is somewhat lin- like lighter or li- and lenient like what's making someone go play Soul Calibur over like Sam Show or Tekken I mean Sam Show is just it's a very niche game Soul Calibur is niche in general but I think it has like more casual it can still work for an entry level just in terms of like button mashing because that's how literally 90% of people who've ever played Soul Calibur have played it mm-hmm but there's there is a lot going down at a higher level for like in terms of parrying and then like characters mechanics like the ring out different types of moves that catch you when you're moving horizontally stuff in like frame data but i think that's true i think soul caliber 6 is easier than something like tekken in terms of like higher level picking up combos and how to read people and seeing stuff like that speaking of samurais we got an announcement which I did not expect as I don't much. Think anyone expected this? 
even though these companies have collaborated like last year. Coming in season two as a guest character is Haomaru from Samurai Showdown for Soul Calibur Which, VI. It makes a stupid amount of sense for him to be in Soul Calibur. I mean, I guess it, he's better than having Naokuru. What's her name? Naokuru? Nakoru. Narokuku. Try to say it all Japanese like. Narokuku. Anyway. Nakururu? Yeah, so Haomaru is in Soul Calibur VI, which. A guy with I wonder how sword. many people will confuse him for Mitsurugi. He has he almost the same exact moves too. Like the they have like the same thing? silhouette. If you like were to just make them have silhouettes, yeah. and just put them like overlapping, they would look so similar. Even their critical art's kind of similar too. Like the that two handed slap. Uh, anyway, yeah, I don't know. He looks really cool, and I'm really down to try him out. They also announced uh, Cassandra. Who is the sister of Sophia, and she's a fan favorite primarily from Soul Calibur 2 and 3. She's uh, in the game. She's out now as part of season 1. And uh, the video announcement for that, unfortunately, was incredibly glitchy and slow. But it was cool that they just did a, hey, she's out now. Which they also did with Janemba. Just like, hey, he's out now. Adding to the list of mistakes that Evo did. I heard they had to like reset the video like a, a couple of times just to get it right or something. Yeah, it, it mm. was uh, particularly rough. But uh, I'm keen to try to get back into Soul Calibur. I actually reinstalled it over the weekend. So I'm down to see if my boy Nightmare is still fun to play. And hopefully, uh, Hohomaru is uh, Haomaru. out soon. Homaru mm. is out soon. Also, Cassandra became Captain America with all the shield throwing and the catchings. She's always had that, though. But it looks more cool now. Somebody made a Captain America skin and they made Zalasmel like Thanos. <laughs> and just had him like go at it. I was like, yep, this is what Soul Calibur is for. That's great. This is, what, this is what it's for. It's what it's all for. All the custom characters. All the fan fictions can be realized now. Hey, you have 2B in there. Oh, man. I, I You know who Kayane is? Who? Kayane. Kayane? Kayane. The French from... Soul Calibur player. Oh, I thought you were trying to say, like, Kayane from Nier, and I'm like... No, that's Kayane. Are thing right now? Kayane. It's Kayane from... <laughs> she did... Oh, my God. I'll send you a clip later, but uh, during pulls, she did this one 2 combo that guarantees a knockout. I was like, holy shit. That <laughs> 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 was hype. That must make people so... He, he was a full health, too. Anyway. That's why he loves Soul Calibur. That's a game with crazy comebacks. Yeah, if you call it a ring out, it's like... Oh, you, you think Samurai, well, you think Samurai Showdown burning 70% is, like, dumb. I think, like, ring out is dumb. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but to get it, to be ringed out at that high of a level, you have to make a lot of mistakes. I mean, even then. I mean... At, at low level, it's very easy to bait it and to to trick people who don't know but at higher levels you generally it's harder to fall for because you know it's coming i think it's a higher chance of me flipping over the stage as talkie than actually getting thrown but still yes especially when you again when you don't know what you're doing fully i remember doing like a full like sparrow dive into the water playing against you that one time and that yeah, was hilarious that's great. <laughs> moving but, on uh, is a cool announcement and namco bandai still ruling the fighting game world also had some exciting announcements for Tekken 7. But before that, another Unist announcement. Undernight oh, Inbirth EXE Late 
bracket CL dash R bracket. How do you say this? Lickler. Oof. Well, it was supposed to be late. Undernight. Latest. And this is like. Yeah. Late. Latical? L A T E C L R. Late. Liquor? Lickler Remix? I really want to talk with whoever comes up with these titles. I want to give them a medal. I know. I want to hide them in a basement so they can't do that anymore. And which means we have to pay another money to get this version because the, the late late ST version we have is now obsolete, isn't it? Yeah, but this probably won't be out for a while yet. Nah. Anyway, I will let Darren introduce the next segment. The one that I was, I, I was so elegantly prepared for and by looking at your document should have been the next one in order. <sighs> Tekken, so Harada himself, the man who doesn't want you to ask him for shit. I want that shirt. <laughs> I know. That shirt's freaking great and I love that he wears it. Um, he came on stage. He told everybody that the Soul Calibur delay was all Ono's fault from uh, Street Fighter. Street Fighter <laughs> producer. Uh, he w- pretended to walk off stage like what, like three times? Yeah. Which after the first one, I was like, "All right, you can't pull this off again." And then he tried to again. He announced a another Tekken tournament. He also announced uh, season three, which includes it seems to be some pretty big changes across the board. Like every single character in the game is getting new moves. I mean, which this was a thing I in season pr- two too. Yes, but I don't think everyone got new moves, though. Yeah, they had, they had the properties changed. You wouldn't know because no, you don't no, play no, no, all no, the no. characters. They had properties changed, but they're also getting brand new. Never, They've never had moves before. I think it's adding like different like um, rage art options because they were talking about that. Based on what they showed, a lot of it looks to be like just new like strings. Just like a new button combination. Yay, maybe the characters I like won't be shit anymore. Maybe, maybe Arbor King will be good now. Maybe Noctis will actually be decent in tournaments. No! <laughs> Go to Soul Calibur where you belong. Maybe Nina will be also good. Actually, Nina's still good. I just can't do her strings for the life of me. Because goddamn, she's hard. Maybe her easier. But, uh, like, the cha- I'll be curious to see what the changes are. Obviously, we don't really know a lot at the moment. They also showed off a returning character from Tekken 6... Zafina, I believe she's supposed to be Egyptian. Yes, sure. <laughs> and she's connected to Azrael, the the Soul Caliber, the Soul Caliber villain. Yes, he's also related to it. Well, is that the name of the weird evil force in Tekken Six that Jin basically puts himself in a coma to defeat? Yes. And then he wanders the desert in Tekken Seven randomly until he's found and all that. Anyway, she's—I don't really understand her story and how she's connected to that evil. But she's pretty much only been in Tekken Six, right? She was in Tag Two as well. She or was she in Tag Two, yes. But then again, Tag Two is just a dream team, so it doesn't really matter what happens yeah. there. But she hasn't really had that many appearances. No, she she started out as in Six as like a gate guardian, gate keeper person. Yeah. And then now she's there with a crazy demon hand, channeling some strong Velvet Crow vibes. Which I dig. Yeah. I'll be curious to see how it works, because it looks like it just sets you up for some unblockables and potentially like maybe a command grab. I'm not really quite sure based off the gameplay. A lot of... 
um, armor moves I found with her, which means Kasumi can suck my dick. Anyway. Now you just gotta use moves that are fast enough. But Darren. Or that break. Who cares about Zafina when we got a whole original character? Leroy Smith. Jenkins. And <laughs> a boy who traveled the world 50 years ago to get revenge and learn martial arts. He comes back and he's learned Wing Chun of all things and beats up all the channeling, Chinese. Channeling some strong Eatman. He just comes back and just beat up all the Chinese people. How do you feel about that? <laughs> well, he beat up every martial artist in the Chinese uh, martial artist. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's the point of Wing Chun. It's supposed to be like the ultimate like Chinese martial arts, and it's certainly like in terms of like pop culture, it's like probably one of the more represented ones. Now, how do you feel about? Do, okay, question: Do you have you watched Boondocks? No. Shit, this makes no sense then. Okay, there's a character yeah. named Stinkmeaner in Boondocks where he's a blind old man, and the main character's mistaken him for some like bl- he's also blind, and he gets his ass. The main characters gets their ass kicked, and the main character's like, "Oh my god, he must be some kind of blind blind samurai person." Like he's like all his sights are like heightened. So they're saying like, "Oh, it's basically him." He came coming back. So basically, what happens in Boondocks is. He gets his soul trapped in hell, then he comes back, and then they send him back again. Yeah, Boondocks is funny. I'll, I'll link you to the thing. The fuck? Boondocks is funny. Anyway. I thought it was about, like, street gigs. The point is, it's basically him coming back to beat all, like, every single Tekken character. But that being said, as an original character, I think this guy's really interesting, because you can obviously tell he's blind. If you look at his like eyes close, I know he wears sunglasses, but if you look at the character yeah. art, you can tell he's blind, and he does yeah. Wing Chun. I mean, he, he looks cool. He's he looks he's cool. a ruler. I like the martial art. I'll be curious to see what he actually looks like in gameplay. I bet you he plays like Wang. Maybe because <laughs> when I first thought, I was like, "Oh great, they put Wang back in the game." Oh wait, he's black. <laughs> do you know? What, do you know? What I kind of hope we get from this. We get a uh, fan mod where. We they swap out the model for him with uh, Donnie Yen. Ah, oh, dude, that'd be sick. <laughs> and it's just him doing like that. Man, we're gonna like, find like the model. From... <laughs> people will be, people made a Keanu Reeves one and just added that to Metal Gear Solid Five and just swapped out the model. Maybe they got it from the Cyberpunk demo. I don't know. <laughs> That's impossible. <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, <clears throat> Deccan Seven of all the games we've talked about so far probably had like uh, maybe Soul Calibur rivaled it too for like the most exciting and new announcements. Although I'm kind of disappointed that unlike last year, I think they announced all the characters at once. Didn't? No, no, no. They announced Anna, and they announced Negan at Evo. I remember that. Yes, which took everyone for a loop. So I'm kind of surprised they didn't go that route again where they announce another like guest character. Because if you look at the announcement board they posted, there's not six characters this time. It's character, character, feature, character, stage, character. Yeah. So that and means we're not getting is six. is a guest character. Confirmed, yeah. So a lot of people... Where's are... your money on? Tifa. Really? Final Fantasy VII Remake coming? Boo. I mean, if you want to go the boring route. What do you mean the boring route? Um, dude, you're never going to get Kiryu. Give it up. <laughs> Give us Kiryu or Majima. Holy shit, that would be so cool. What? What's a fighting game franchise I haven't touched on yet? 
Um, no, they got geese from Fatal King of Fighters. Is it King of Fighters or Fatal Fury? I would say Fa- King of Fighters. Okay. Both. So we got one from Final Both. Fantasy. We got one from Street yes, Fighter. We got one from favorite fighting game series, Final Fantasy. They made fighting games. Um, what's stopping uh-huh. them from bring a bring a character from Soul Calibur? <laughs> Who would they bring? Volta. <laughs> Why? No, no, I'm I'm kidding. Um, I don't I don't know. Like, what other franchise can you think of? I mean, we got freaking Negan, so I don't know what to expect anymore. They literally can pull anyone and people have been on their case for so long and begging for Kiryu. Kiryu would make so much sense and be such a cool crossover to get Sega in the fold. And Sega's down for silly crossovers. Yeah, why not just bring Sonic as a character? To me? No. No. I mean, honestly, I hope for Tifa because, you know, it would make a lot more sense marketing-wise. Because what are you trying to promote How with Kiryu? Would- a new Yakuza game, which is in development. Hell, put Yagami from Judgment in there. No, too much controversy. <laughs> Why is it too much controversy? The whole voice actor thing? Eh. That's from a different that's a different person who had their voice swapped. I don't know. I, I just I just don't see it. I mean Kiryu like you makes so much sense, and it would be so hype to see him. And he has like the different fighting styles, and then in his rage art, his rage drive would be like <laughs> Just heat moves? That'd be freaking radical. I mean, we already have a character that has different stances already. Tons of characters have different stances. That's what I'm saying. It would make sense for Kiryu to be there. And he would have unique stance and unique moves. And know. you could have Kamarocho as a freaking stage. Uh, I At mean... Kamarocho, and then there's interactables in the environment. <laughs> to get, like, heat moves. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I wouldn't mind having Kiryu, but... I you I really don't sound see, like you mind. I really don't see it happening. I mean, I don't really care. I don't even have all the guest pass like DLC characters. I only buy the ones I like, and I don't really care. You only bought the worst one. No. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you had to think about it. Like, who did I buy? Like, what's wrong with Eliza? <laughs> anyway, I mean, I hope. Well, that means you only get one extra character. I bet you it's gonna be Gondu. <laughs> the last one. It better. It better. It's either be Bruce or Ganyu, because if you think of oh, unique stuff, Bruce styles, is not going to be a guest. No, no, no. For the last, like the character slot, because there's guest, get guest one and another one. Now we got Safina, and like if you think about the Tekken universe, who makes more sense right now to insert them like story wise? No one makes sense story-wise because all the DLC characters don't have any story justification for being there. Give me Jun Kazuma. Give me Jun Kazuma. Fuck. But she's dead. She's always dead. She I'll, dies I'll, every I'll, single I'll game. I'll up you. I'll up you one. Give me Ogre. Oh. He's part of an alien race. There could just be more. Mm, yeah. Actually, that would make more sense, to be honest. Yeah. Like, That'd be cool. Canon wise, like, oh, maybe he's like, he's the he's the one that Jin Kazama needs to team up with to save the world from Kazuya. <laughs> I need I need to revive Ogre to like restore the balance. I need balance. to revive Ogre, the one who killed my mom, to or banished her to the shadow realm to, or something. To shit. kill Kazuya, I need the help from Ogre to set everything right. Oh my god! That sounds like something like Tekken Universe would do. Tekken story is so dumb. Like, think about it. Like, the Tekken 6 villain came back. Oh, what about Jinpachi? Maybe he'll come back. <laughs> He's been brought back. 
That was the whole point of five. That was the dark resurrection. Now he's back again. Dark, darker resurrection. <laughs> I mean, who else would you bring at this point? I'd just like, bring Ogre. Seriously, Ogre is the only one that actually makes sense now. Because every, everyone else was just like guest characters. Like we got Lars already. We got Dragonov already. Eliza. I'm sure there's someone I'm forgetting about. Jun Kazama. She's dead. Oh, she's... It's either her or Ogre. Like, who's going to take down Kazuya story-wise? I don't know. That's not going to happen until the next game. It's probably just going to be freaking Jin, because he's the poster boy. What's it be like? Devil or, Devil or Jin? All right, so... Devil or Jin. We're not getting Kiryu anytime soon. I'm At this rate, it's going to be like Christmas time. I bet you. It's going to be a while. They have the whole year. All right, enough about Tekken. It's time to gush about our favorite game of the show. New Guilty Gear is in the works. Ooh, it looks so good. The animations. Uh, My God. The Guilty Gear existing already makes Street Fighter V look like ass. This new Guilty Gear puts to shame every fighting game that's doing 2.5D style 3D visuals. Holy crap. The stylized look looks amazing. He's a, he said... Kai has shorter hair. Which, finally, I <laughs> hated his freaking Exard redesign. I freaking hated the stupid, like, Bishonen long hair look. Also, why do they, why do the Soul and Kai always fight, even though in the storyline they're always, like, buddy-buddy like, and save the world? They're, like, best friends, and Soul's, like, low-key his father-in-law. Yeah, and they still always fight in, the like, the trailers. Like, they always hate each other. they're rivals! They're the rival characters. For what? Like, I... Yeah, but Ken, Ken and Ryu are literally BFFs. Ken literally feeds Ryu. Ryu Ken keeps Ryu from dying on the streets. Yet they always know. fight in all the trailers and all that. I don't get that. Anyway. They're rivals. It's competition. It's to see who's the strongest. Guil- Heaven or hell. Red versus blue. The new Guilty Gear will be playable at the Arc Systems fighting game tournament thingy in Japan. Apparently. No, it's in America, sorry. Is it in Japan? Anyway. One of the tournaments... It, it's already playable, which like blows my mind. I guess they have like, so a couple of years to work on this already. I'm I'm hoping early 2020, like maybe February or March. Um, Let's see. Tokyo Game Show, think... they'll show another trailer for sure. Maybe announce one or two more characters. They'll probably show off gameplay. And then they have... If they do... I could see it being as late as June. Like by next Evo. I could see it being out. But uh, one, I feel like they'll have a quicker turnaround for it. I say April because they probably want to start rolling it out before the combo breakers and CEOs. I bet you, if anything. Or they'll just have it there as demo, demoed, and yeah. have a demo tournament. But it looks so freaking good. <laughs> I can't overstate this. Anyone who's any remote interest, like any form of crazy good-looking animation or just super cool-looking anime fighters, like holy shit. Please look at it. Does it have a name or is it just called New Guilty Gear title? Just Guilty Gear, which I told you everyone's doing that these days. No, but we don't know if that's the official title. Watch it be. I'd be disappointed after how weird they went with Exard. Hey, Revelator they, they announced Exard as Exard, I think, at first. Exard sign. Yeah. But this time they're saying Guilty Gear. 
I so think it's going to be guilty that right gear. now because they don't have a title yet. It's like Samurai Showdown going back to Samurai Showdown. It's confusing all that's like the excuse. That's different. Samurai Showdown's been gone for like 15 years. So? Guilty Gear's been around since like what? 2015 now? That, that's a that's a it's bad a name. excuse. No, but it's a name. It's, it, it's different from a hard reboot because the series wasn't dead. It's active right now. It makes no sense for them just to call it Guilty Gear if they have a game called Guilty Gear Xard that came out like two years ago. I mean, if it's just a reboot, why not? But it's not. You don't know that. <laughs> I am assuming based off the story of Guilty Gear Revelator 2 where matters are not fully resolved, that is not. Where is Axel Rose? Where is he? Where is Axel Lowe? Where is he? <laughs> Axel Rose? Axel Lowe. I just said Rose because he's referenced to Axel Rose. <laughs> he's in the game. No, after Rev 2, he just... Uh, did you even beat the game? I didn't beat his story. Oh, my God. Well, you know what happens, though, right? To hit Axel? No. no. Oh. Anyway. Who mm. <laughs> plays fighting games for the story, nerd? You thought it was what happens, and you're like, oh, it's not a reboot because this happens in the story. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. Um... No, but it looks super cool, though, and I'm excited that Kai, who I play as, Boo. doesn't look like a stupid Bishonen trash prince. Now he looks like a K-pop star. I love it. <laughs> now he looks like how he did the old games, but cooler. I love he ditched a long coat for a shorter jacket now. I like the, black, a... the black shirt. Hopefully there'll be I a costume it. where he's, his jacket just comes off and he's like... His arm show. I, I anyway, mean, he had the only mechanic in Exard where he he changed during the course of the fight, where you could break his hairband and then it changed the music. Did you notice like the an animations show so much like curves that I thought their swords were curved at some points? Like, oh, they it's got new like weapons. All the camera movement. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's just crazy exaggerated. It looks so good, and they showed off a new character, who people believed it was Leroy Smith from Tekken. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's in this game. There's straight up some similarities in their base design. They both have dreads. They're both like black. relatively quiet looking stoic black men. Black men? Because there's two of them. Yeah. What if this is Leroy Smith and he just goes blind in this Guilty Gear game and goes into Tekken? <laughs> From that crazy <laughs> helmet he has? I mean, he must be like part of like that. Well, you don't know the story, so. Sometimes Darren and I wish he actually, you know, played the fighting games for a story. <laughs> no. But no. I played a win. You barely win anyway. Alright, and that was all the announcement. Except one more controversy. People thought Solid Snake was going to be in Tekken because they showed a video after, I think it was during the top 8 of Tekken of a Kodak conversation between Harada and Solid Snake saying, and Snake was saying, that was some good-ass Tekken. And everybody was fucking confused as to what just happened. <laughs> well, it's so random. <laughs> they didn't, like, there's no relationship there, and they've never, like, hinted. So maybe Solid Snake, but voiced by David Hayter? Or maybe it was just on Fiverr, and Harada paid David Hayter for... <laughs> just to say that oh you don't know this good but I scoured Twitter so I know what's going on so first mm. of all David Hayter Harada Bam, Bandai Namco didn't know this was going to happen 
they were surprised Who, as well. Harada was surprised. He didn't know about this. Neither did David Hayter. He re- did, did he? Didn't he record something for that? Mm-mm, he didn't do it. He literally posted on Twitter that he didn't know about this, and he had to go back to Japan and explain what the hell just happened. Because apparently, this was a joke made by the Evo, like the staff, meant to just put oh. push it off as a joke. And now people thought literally because it actually got David Hater's voice, kind of, like without Someone his permission. Someone did pay David. David no, 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 no. He didn't know about it either. Fiverr. No, he didn't know it. No, but like he voiced it. No, no, no. He, he, uh, how do I say this? Like they probably got some something, but he wasn't aware it was going to be used like this. You know, that's what. Yeah, I'm trying but to say. like he still recorded. Hey, that's some good ass tech. Hey, Harada, that's some good ass tech. And like, he, he recorded that at some point. That's a little disingenuous in a way. And then he, all of them was saying like, Evo, never do this again without our permission. Like, never do well, it again. Also, yeah, it's also the case of like, it's bad press for the game because you're going to get people's hopes up and they're going to be like all mad at the company going, why did you lie to us? And it's like, we didn't make this announcement. It's not actually us. It's like mischaracterization. Yep. And then Evil came out saying, like, we apologize. It was supposed to be, like, a funny joke. We apologize to everyone involved, blah, 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 blah. Well, you think they would run it by Harada because he's there? No, it was a fun joke. No, but you think that the people who planned this go, oh, we have a good business relationship with, like, Tekken and Namco Bandai. We should probably run it by, like, their representative before we do this stupid joke. Maybe just thought of it on the spot. Who knows? That's a really risky thing to think on the spot, though. It's pretty stupid. Oh, then everyone was pissed about it, obviously. Yep. And then Twitter exploded because half the people thought Snake was going to be in Tekken. Yep, especially with that guest character slot still open. If, I would rather have Snake than Kiryu. <laughs> no! <laughs> no! Why are you such a freaking party pooper? Like, you want I, Tifa and all she can do is punch people. <laughs> what does Kiryu do? He has beast mode. He can throw <laughs> people. He stomps on their face. Tifa freaking German suplexes things and like somersaults kicks things. She dolphin blows people. She bitch slaps things. Kiryu can't beat that. Be way better. Oh my god. It's not even a contest. Anyway. So I will end this on a fun question for you. Is Evo that important of a tournament in terms of if you look at it from the standpoint of the community and for publishers? I think from a community standpoint, it's still the go-to premier tournament just because it brings in the numbers. Mm -hmm. And obviously they get the announcement still. So I think for the community side... It's still really huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, the tournament numbers also speak a lot for the competitive side as well, in terms of it being viable for a lot of the competitive community to show up. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, uh, they have had year after year, like, break th- like breaking uh, numbers for how many registers they get in different titles. So I think it's still, like, the go-to premier tournament, but I think it's also a case of other major tournaments are rising and prominence as well to the point where it's starting to blur the line a little bit but i think purely from like a numbers standpoint of like viewership the marketing 
how heated everyone gets over the announced Evo games and all that, it's still the, the premier fighting game tournament. Although, because so many of the major titles have their own world circuit, that also kind of blurs it a bit. I agree with all those points, especially the bigger games having their own world circuits now. I also Sonic Fox win the Dragon Ball Z tournament? Like the world tournament for that? I thought Kazunoko won that. Kazunoko might have won that. But that, that also begs the question, who's the better player? He won the Dragon Ball Z like exclusive event. Sonic Fox won Evo last year. Like, who's the better player? Is Goichi the better player because he won Evo? But he won like like it's it kind of blurs that line, mm-hmm. right? Like it's not definitive. Like you could look at Evo in previous years as he won Evo. He's the best in the world. Yeah. I also want to add like every year there seems to be like more problems with Evo, especially there's more. Uh, more cases of like sexual harassment cases that happen like the after parties which you probably don't know mm-hmm. I, I read about one of those cases um which goes to show that and also <laughs> you know pock 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 chop is right pock chop the tekken yeah. player and apparently he was like filming himself like getting hype in like the like the top eight in like the top of the ble- like the crowd stands and Mr. Wiz told him to shut up and sit down or he was going to kick him out. <laughs> and he got that on camera. And that also kind of stirred up like a lot of heat amongst the community saying like, you know, Evo used to be started out as like a someone's garage, but now it's more like they're just doing it for like the esports money or something. Well, now it is esports. Yeah. It's a it's a lot bigger and higher stakes than someone's garage. So, in terms of com- like community, of, of course, this might be just like a, I'm just reading off from the minority, you know, of the the entire community. But people are, I think, leaning more towards the not as big evil tournaments, but like growing bigger every year, like Combo Breaker or CEO. And I think in the near future, I think those two tournaments might be. Like the next, like the quote-unquote world tournament next to Evo. Like Evo's not the king anymore. I mean, it'll still be like the, the king for the next few years. Yeah. If anything, I think I mean, CEO might be the next, like the premier tournament to win. Yeah. Well, I mean, like just generally, I it, it, the best case scenario for the fighting game community is that all the tournaments get raised up. Mm-hmm. And they all become more prominent. And that just puts more priority to compete and to play and to be out there in the tournament scene. I wish there was more tournaments in Canada. Canada Cup is the kind of all we get. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, I could have won the Soul Calibur one. We got Toruken and Canada Cup, and Vancouver Street Battle. Occasionally, uh, they had like monthly Okizame tournaments, I think. But it'd be nice to have another premier tournament in Vancouver because. Like the new esports stadiums that's getting built for like the Overwatch stuff by shady Chinese people, I think <laughs> um, having you know, I mean the venues there. Why not ha- like host tournaments like host all like the Red Bull tournaments there? Yeah, but it's in Richmond, and people don't know where that is. I it's mean, far. It's far away. It's Vancouver. Whatever. It's not. It's farther than Vancouver. It's closer than f- anyway. Not talking about geography. And that's all the Evo news we had. It was a fun three-day tournament, although Darren didn't watch. I only watched a couple because we're too I busy these days. 
bits and pieces. Also, we forgot something. Uh, the, 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 they announced King of Fighters 15. I did mention that. I don't recall because we did not talk about it. There's nothing to talk about. They just announced the logo. <laughs> it's cool that King of Fighters isn't dead. Hopefully this one's better. Why would it be dead? 14 did surprisingly well. It did better than 13 apparently. I I can't believe that. I don't want to believe that. No. No. 13's like so good. Yeah, it was good, but people like... didn't buy it. But who bought 14? There's so much bad marketing and press for that game. Don't ask I mean, me. I, I bought 14, but that's because I just like 13. That makes no sense. <laughs> I want there to be a 15, so it's like 13. Well, now you get 15, and it's probably still going to be 3D, but with better visuals, hopefully. Uh... At least you get a 15. Can you, imagine, can you imagine if King of Fighters 15 looked like the new Guilty Gear? Mm, like 2.5D cell shade? Just shell 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 shaded. Shell shader king of fighters. Yeah, I can't talk. Um, it like like it just looked more stylized because that's the thing about the pixel art games. They look stylized. Fourteen looks flaccid. It looks flat. Gameplay's good. Yeah, but you gotta have visual flair. We know that. I mean, key success like that's Mortal Kombat's acclaim to fame is that it looks really good. Tekken Seven looks really good. Soul Calibur Six looks. Pretty good. It's not on Unreal, okay? <laughs> Just go to Unreal. Every other fighting game in the world's on Unreal. SNK has Even no Smash money. Brothers. SNK has no money. They put Unreal all their money in Zamsha. It cost that much money. How do you know? <laughs> because I could buy a license to make a game in Unreal and it wouldn't no, be. No, I that mean, much. make everything in cell shading. I doubt they'll just give, like, I know they may. If anything, it'll look like the Sam Show. That's a, at least that's a more stylized look. And then everything just looks like Sham, Sam Show. That's better than everything looks like King of Fighters 14. Well, you really hate that game. I don't hate the game. I just hate how it looks. It looks very boring and flat. Speaking of looking bad and flat. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect transition to our next topic since we're done evil talk. Ladies and gentlemen, a new slew of information for Pokemon Sword and Shield got announced. And this Holy one shit, is a... Man doozy we finally got our rival and the quote-unquote our villain gang i guess and also a couple of new pokemon and following the tradition from following the tradition from sun and moon and the alolan forms we got galar forms of pokemon and you know what we got darren (sighs) we got galar zigzagoon Linoon, and a third evolution for Zigzagoon. Aren't you happy about that? Opstagoon. He looks like a hoodlum. <laughs> he looks like a British gangster in like the 80s? Question mark? <laughs> I mean, at least... Oh, wait, 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 wait for it. We also got Galar Weezing. He's a fucking bong hit. He is a gentleman bong. He is Doug Dimidome wheezing. That has to be like just chimney, right? Or is it literally a bong? 
What is that even? It's a chimney, right? Like a, a factory funnel? chimney? Like a yeah. chimney? It's supposed to be that, but it looks like a bog, or he looks like Doug Dig a, Dig a Dome because he has the mustache. Dim a Dome. And, yeah. <laughs> Doug Dim a Dome. Holy shit. Dug when, I, when I saw the wheezing, I thought it was a fan-made like joke. Because that's what it looks like. I mean, after seeing a lone executor, do you, are you even surprised? But a lone executor like, looks stylized <laughs> to a point, whereas the, the wheezing, there's something about like the mustache... And the bong hat, that just makes it look not real. And then I see the 3D model and I'm just like, oh my god, no. I also kind of find it weird to playing off the like a stereotypes. <laughs> I mean, that's what Pokemon does. I guess, but it's kind of weird. Like... In their tropical region, they literally had a moving, living, like, um, palm tree Pokemon. I mean, this is kind of playing off the like, it's supposed to be based off of Scotland, right? United or Kingdom, United Brit- Kingdom, Britain in general. So they're playing off the fact that people like to smoke over there or something. I think that's more referred to like the coal factories, like back in the 1800s. Mm. And like the villain, they also kind of like look like Industrial Revolution. The villain team yell, dumbest name. They kind of holy shit! How do we take such a step back from freaking Team Skull? Team Skull, uh, I guess. Oh, Team Skull uh, exactly. was no, 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 no. pretty amazing. We'll get. I have a question for you after this, but I mean, Team Yell they kind of represented like the British, like UK punk rock band fans back in the day. Uh, they, kind of, I guess. They're really flash, if anything. Yeah, but Team Yell's a lame gimmick. Rapid question: Who's your top fi- three favorite vil- like villain team names? Um, like just based on the name alone, just on the names. Not their Pokemon, because every Pokemon sucks. Uh, Team Rocket is classic. It just works. Um, I also am a fan of Team Skull, because they're trying to be so hard to be edgy. Mm-hmm. And I think Team Plasma sounds better than Team Galactic or Team... Team Magma and Team Aqua are terrible names. You and my list are exactly the same, except I would put Plasma a bit higher, because it sounds cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then in terms of actual villainy, they're probably one of the better teams, too. Mm-hmm. Then you have Team Skull, who are just these lovable idiots. I hope just say yo, yo, yo all the time. I hope Team Yell are lovable idiots and not just, like, rowdy soccer fans. <laughs> well, just, like, the name alone doesn't inspire confidence. It's kind of giving me flashbacks to X and Y and Team Flare. Oh, my God. Like, where it's just, like, literally, that's just, like, look at where these stylish we're flary look at our flare because we're stylish that's speaking kind of, what of screaming to me the team yell every team must have a leader and their leader is also just a trainer they're supposed to be supposed like the fan club for damn what's her name that's the uh shit Bayday? no Bayday is the like some weird prick looking rival apparently like has some ulterior motive. On top of motive. the other rival you have. Yes, I just forgot her name. I wrote down the Pokemon name by mistake. <laughs> Hold on. Um, sing a song for a second while I find this. Did everyone see Hamtaro now in Pokemon as Morpeko? Morpeko. And he has the best mode in Pokemon history. No, he doesn't. Yes, it does. It's stupid. I love it. Hangry it's mode? It's so dumb. Jesus, it's that's good. the best. In- in like a year after that game comes out, that joke's gonna be dead. 
he all the Pokemon also looks like me on a daily basis, but like always angry and hungry. Then no wonder you identify with it. Hell yeah! All right, the trainer's name is Marnie. M A R N I E, Marnie, and Team Yell is her best fans. I actually like huh. that aspect, to be honest. Like it's not it's some just like a weird fan group. Yeah, it's not. It's not like a weird wacky like. Because they're playing off the whole gym thing as like a soccer match, right? You go into stadiums and like there's crowds everywhere. Like gym yeah. mechanic isn't like new, but like the whole they're playing this aspect of like it's kind of like a sporting event, and having like they're team just yell crazy sport fans. Yeah, I like that aspect. I mean, the team name is still dumb, and like the color scheme I don't I th- really like. But I think it'll depend on execution a lot. Because right now, everything I've seen for it, I'm like my initial reaction is like yikes. Mm. But if they pull it off, it could be really funny and charming. Because Team Skull at a glance, like when that was being revealed, I was like, whatever. That sounds generic. And then you play the game and you read their dialogue and it's like hilarious. I will laugh if there's like a sequence in the game where like Team Yell like suddenly just like rushes to the stadium and like disrupt a match or something. Like actual. They just like... throw food <laughs> at your Pokemon. Boo. I mean, beer, just an empty beer bottle hits your your giant Pokemon. I actually like the designs for the like the rivals. Yeah, they look fine. Like as a like rival, the gym leaders maybe outside of the weird guy. Uh, What's wrong with look them? Look okay. Just the guy that looks like he's a he's a robot. He's a boy piloting like a robot suit. The guy at the hat. If it's actually like that, I will laugh. It's like that's what geez. it looks like. His head does not match with that body. It's so weird. But uh, I don't know. So far, everything I've seen of Sword and Shield doesn't really instill me with confidence. I mean, they made B look like an actual person I hate already, just from the looks. I mean, that's a rival right there. <laughs> but Maybe. yeah, a lot of people are very mixed about the all the like the news, like the whole national decks not being part, all the like the Dynamax stuff. And now this There's stuff. a lot going against this game's favor. And That's... it's also a continuing, seemingly a continuing trend of Game Freak not kind of picking up with the times. So we'll have to see. I mean, it's a Pokemon game, people. will buy it. And that... But, but, in the same universe, you have Yokai Watch, which has already been HD and in 3D since its, like, second entry. And it has like 700 OG original ghosts, and it looks better than Pokemon Sun and Shield. So like, there's now competition. Did you say Sun and Shield? Japanese market. <laughs> Whatever. Sword Shield, Sun and Shield, Moon and Sword. Moon, moon it's all Sword. The same. Dude, Moon Sword. Every Sun Pokemon Shield? game is the same at the core. Like oh. I know this. We all know this. Just the way of the world. I hope the final villain is some gigantic Dynamax Pokemon that's like a size of like a sky, like the world, basically. I hope. I I don't have, actually have any hopes for that. Dynamaxing looks stupid. I don't like it. Well, hopefully we get some more promising news in the future because this game releases soon, doesn't it? It's like in November, October, isn't it? We're only like three months away. Yeah. Jesus. And we don't really know a whole lot, and it looks like Mega Evolutions are dead. Yep, and we're gonna keep with the form gimmick, which I'm fine with different forms and different variants of Pokemon, but I'm just kind of bummed that Mega existed just to die. Are they are we keeping like the Z moves? Do you think? I don't know. 
Is there going to be G moves? I mean, if you look at the TCG, we're just starting to get like the Z crystal as cards now. Yeah, so I don't know. We're in a, we're in a weird. The TCG is in a weird spot for that. I think I think it might continue. Because if you think about it, Dynamax plus Z moves. What about I'm gonna one up you? What about Mega Evolution plus Dynamaxing plus Z moves? I, nothing in this world can do, contain do that much power. Do you just destroy a city at that point to use that much power? Why don't you just like destroy the world? Because you have something that's like, almost bigger than a planet at that point. Look at Rayquaza. I mean, he was the size of a freaking... Like, I mean, what if you do Mega Rayquaza, who's Dynamaxed, who does a Z move? You'd probably just blow up this moon. <laughs> like, that's what I feel like is the only outcome. Like, it's so, so weird. Like, if you look at Kyogre and, like, Groudon, they're supposed to be, like... I also don't understand the aspect of like these are gigantic monsters and you can fit them a little in a little ball. Like you, the you, they're, they're space time monsters. technology for the stupid ball can contain a it gigantic absorbs monster. It them into a pocket dimension. What is, does that make some sense? It turns them into digital data. What are they Digimon now? Ugh. They've always secretly been Digimon because Digimon technically existed first. Well, that's a depressing note to end on. No, I got a more depressing note. Oh no. Darren, when are you going to play for our emblem? <laughs> Three houses. When I can do more than one battle in a row and not have to do like two hours of schoolwork. Sounds like my kind of game, to be honest, because I love like Valkyria Chronicles 2. And nobody did. You're one of the fucking weird ones. <laughs> Valkyria Chronicles 2 is so freaking dumb it's got good gameplay but holy shit everything in that game's dumb like like hoo-ha, hoo-ha, hoo-ha. like the laugh he does every two seconds <laughs> that's the reason you hate it <laughs> honestly go back and play the first three hours of that game he does that laugh probably like 30 times oh you mean this haha no he's doing that pose when he goes ha-ha-ha-ha-ha. and it's like that track and the game has a stupid story. It loses all the wartime seriousness. It reduces the scale of the gameplay in a way that's not conducive to the series at large. And it makes me sad because the first game was really cool. That third game was pretty cool. And so was that fourth game. <laughs> You're saying it <laughs> like that him. second game. That second game buried the series in North America for like almost a decade. Yeah, I. It was okay. It was too good. It was it too advanced for its time. It literally did so poorly. We didn't see another game for like ten years. It was too advanced for its time. And then no, <laughs> Valkyria Chronicles three came out and made a better game out of the gameplay from two. Hey, you see how good the three houses is doing? Story. If Valkyria Chronicles two released now, it will be selling like hotcakes. <laughs> no, because you can't date anyone in Valkyria Chronicles two. There's no tea time. Uh, no, there's like some ugh, whatever. I mean, did you even play all those games? Yes, did I you own play all two? of them. You own them. Yes. How'd you own I three? Own all of them. I found a lent through a lending link sure. with the English translation patch. Sure you did. On my modified Vita with custom firmware. Before we get shut down by Twitch. All right, this has been the first ever live stream episode of the Gaming Blues podcast. Surprisingly, that went well, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, 
hopefully this streamed okay and hopefully I can just use the VOS and straight to YouTube so I don't have to do much editing. That would save us, you primarily, a lot of time. All right, time for shoutouts and plugins. Do you want to start on your stuff you're doing? Sure. I've been active on Twitch recently. I'm hoping to stream at least a few times a week over on twitch.tv slash the gaming pilgrimage, which is also coincidentally the same name as my YouTube channel, which maybe at some point in the near future could have a video on it. And you can also follow him at the gaming pilgrim on Twitter for all the updates. It's actually just at gaming pilgrim. There's no the whatever. Um, <laughs> me wise, I actually got the, all the equipment I need because I'm into playing games that nobody cares about. So I will be playing through very quickly within the coming weeks. I'm gonna try to beat all the Gears games before four comes out. What? <laughs> You're right. No one does care about those games. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get the random plug-in by microsoft being like oh look at this guy he's going through all the gears games oh my god someone's <laughs> streaming gears somebody send them an xbox one so i can play four and five <laughs> speaking of which can ever... pc is four on pc yep are you serious i think so hmm. or otherwise i'll just jack your xbox one it's not mine but yeah i just got the ultimate edition for the pc at a really cheap price of five bucks <laughs> it's that price for a reason and I play through that, and it's more dumber than I remember, so it's going to be fun playing through yeah. that. And That's I also one of those have... games that has aged like mud. And I have 2 and 3 on the original Xbox, and I got the components so I can stream it without lag. So hopefully the next week's plan is just, like, beat it as fast as I can and just make fun montages out of it. Um, After that, the usual, the podcast will always resume on every week, midday, Wednesday or Thursday. Darren will be joining me probably. And hopefully we can figure something out to do joint um, gaming streams sometimes. Um, yes, you can find I... me... Shut up. It's not my turn. Um, you can find me at Last Blues on Twitter. You can also find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash lastblues. It might be hard to find me because I don't really stream much. Don't confuse me with the other gaming blue channel i think you'll you can notice me by my pixelated avatar you can also find the voss for this podcast on youtube.com slash no i don't have a url yet but you can look me up at last blues all one word on youtube until i get a dedicated link but apparently you need 100 subscribers for that so we'll get on that or i'll get on that or you can go to my channel and find the playlist there too Yep, just give Darren all the love. Um, you can find no, us. No, that'll uh, go to you. That'll go to you. All this, uh, all the podcast is available on Spotify, Google Play Music, Apple iTunes, um, Podbean, and also on Stitcher when they feel like adding me. But not yet because we're not we're not that big enough. But I will have the last laugh or I get the Microsoft sponsorships. <laughs> I mean, someone's gotta to play those games, right? Hey, it's a good trip down memory lane. I mean, Hopefully. shooter. I mean, it was the pioneer for the cover shooter, so why not? I mean, if everything fails, I'll just go to streaming like other PS4 games. A lot of PS4 like games I've saw. Yep. That one's going to be a doozy. So if you want to laugh at people that sucks at Bloodborne, stay tuned for that because, my God, that like this is my first Souls game in like a long time. I'm pretty sure Darren will get a kick out of it, but Probably. we'll see. 
All right, thanks for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. This has been the Gaming Blues Podcast, episode eleven. I this I was <laughs> this and I was I was Andy, and to my left is Darren. And I was Darren. Was Not Darren? Next time I was. All right, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next week, and hopefully, we'll stream again. Now, how do I shut this down? Let's see. Let's try this. You press the stop recording button.